And we are live. Hi, and welcome to episode 80 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. I am your host, Lisa Nowakowski, and I am a fifth grade teacher in South Monterey County here in California. And I am your other host, Nancy Minicozzi, and I am an instructional technology coach in Los Angeles County. And just a reminder that we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got more time than that. No, they don't. And it's finally starting to be summer here in Southern California. I know that we complain a lot about the heat, but it hasn't been hot this year. Um, anyway, did you know that drinking hot coffee in the summer can cool you down? Seems counterintuitive, but actually when you drink something hot, it sets off the temperature sensors in your stomach and they tell the brain, hey, you need to sweat. It's hot here. And that helps cool the body down. So there you go. That probably explains a lot of spicy food in some of those hot countries as well. Um, anyway, tonight's guest is Heidi Samuelson, and she will be talking to us about global math tasks. So Heidi, welcome. Tell us a bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do. Well, thank you. My name is Heidi Samuelson, and I just want to say I um, enjoy listening to your podcast on my walks with my dog. It combines with a couple other podcasts and helps me get my morning started really on a positive note. So thanks for all that you're sharing and thanks for letting me be here to share a little bit more about my passions. Um, I'm a fourth grade Apple Distinguished Educator in Tennessee and I'm passionate about connecting my students to share the learning with other uh, children across the globe. So basically breaking down the four walls and seeing what we can find out. Oh, that's so exciting. And we're so happy you enjoy the podcast. Thank you. So um, I actually know a teacher who participated in Global Math Task last year, and she loved it. Um, please tell us about it. What is the Global Math Task? Well, the Global Math Task really started off with um, Beverly Ladd, who lives in North Carolina, and I tried to connect our second grade classrooms um, just to kind of get them to understand that there are different perspectives and different ways and strategies for solving um, math tasks. So we kind of uh, took it out to the world and um, it's a way for teachers to connect uh, and it's K through five. They share out a math task during the week and other classrooms search for that task on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and then they um, share back their solutions and their strategies and you kind of get this back and forth going of um, what they think, how they like it, um, and then that connection is made that there are other ways of solving strat or problems and it's not just a, a one way works for everything. Oh, I like that. And you actually answered another one of my questions because, <clears throat> excuse me, the teacher that I know is um, very into Twitter and she shares everything on Twitter. And there are other teachers who were reluctant to join because they said they weren't on Twitter, but you also use other platforms as well. So that's really, that's really good to know. Yeah, that's something that just came about this year. We're just now starting to get into Instagram and Facebook. Well, that's exciting. So that's one change that you've seen. Are there other changes that uh, the math task has undergone since you started it? Yes, we, um, we've added some more um, challenges like adding tech into the way that people share. Like the first couple of years that we did it, um, we had teachers that would 
like take a screenshot of the task and add it into their students' math notebooks. And so that it became a part of the stations for their day or their week. And then they would share out pictures of those um, tasks and those solutions. Um, and now it's gotten into students creating keynotes with drawing, um, students using pic collage, uh, students using, um, this year my students were really big into the Clips app and creating a short video to give their information and how they solved it. And it's also involved into this um, game of 24, uh, which is a, a district-wide um, challenge. In my um, district, we do a 24 challenge, which is based on the 24 card game by First in Math. And so we uh, at Global Math Task try to tweet out four numbers a week. And then the challenge is to take those four numbers and use like addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division, and come up with different equations that solve for a solution of 24. And now this year, um, my students were into like uh, sharing out the tasks and putting it on Twitter and showing different ways of solving it. And it's really helped open up their eyes to see that there's not just one way that always works. And they really start looking at multiples and factors and, and it has really helped them out a lot in their um, strategies for solving tasks. That's exciting. And I like that it's so open-ended. Um, so is it just one task per week or do you tweet out one task, say, per grade level or how do, how do teachers um, find the tasks? Well, we have a spreadsheet. You can find it at bit.ly. Um, the link is uh, GMTTC spreadsheet 19 and it's also on our blog post um, but teachers sign up to tweet or to put it on Instagram or to put it on Facebook so we have slots this year for three teachers for every week for each grade level sometimes we get one teacher sometimes we don't get any teachers sometimes we get like five teachers that sign up and so the idea is um, that each grade level would have at least one task a day for that week um, my personal goal is to have it so that I have like one day that I am focused in on getting my students to look at what's out on the global math task Twitter uh, or it used to be Twitter but now it's global math task tech challenge and and then we're gonna take that and we're gonna solve those tasks and share back so we're, just to have that one day a week uh, because I know in fourth grade we're so intense heavy with the standards and trying to get everything put together but I feel like that connection is so important um, we have some kindergarten and first grade teachers that share out tasks and they'll generally share it out on Monday and then look for answers and solutions throughout the week for that task so it kind of depends second grade had, really was on it um, Beverly's in second grade um, and so she had a lot of people following her and there were a lot of tasks being shared out um, fifth grade is is kind of um, getting in with it um, and third grade is getting better at it as well so it kind of just depends upon which teachers want to um, participate with this and share along with our learning and 24 is is totally Beverly and I sharing out every week so there will always be four numbers every week that um, we'll be asking for strategies and solutions on how to make 24 well, that's, that's great. And it seems like something else for Lisa to do, fifth grade teacher. 
Yay. <laughs> yes, yeah. I did dabble with um, global math task a few years ago. And every now and then I would, you know, give my students the task and, you know, we would share it out. But I've, you know, as new programs come along and new trainings come along, you forget about some of the really great things that are out there. And this is one of those really great things that are out there. And I'm already yeah. thinking, how am I going to incorporate it into my classroom next year? Super. Awesome. Well, and I love that it comes from the teachers. So, I mean, you and Beverly are doing the 24 and tweeting out the numbers for that or sharing the numbers for that. But um, letting the grade level teachers sh share problems and share, share math tasks seems like a great way to uh, divide and conquer, if you were. So, um, how can listeners get more on this? I know you mentioned the spreadsheet. Right. We do have a blog post um, or a blog that we uh, put things on. It's uh, the Global Math Task. It's gmttc.blogspot.com. Um, they can follow Global Math Task on Twitter or uh, GMTTC on Instagram. And then we also have a Global Math Task uh, Facebook page that we post things to. Um, I'm Swamp Frog first on Twitter and Swamp Frogs at Instagram. And then Beverly is just very smart and named herself Beverly Ladd on both of those. So um, we're always happy to connect um, and share things with other people um, and get them connected with other educators across the globe. Oh, I love that. And I have to ask, why Swamp Frogs? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I moved from California to the... Um, Tennessee uh, school, it, it's kind of like a tradition in this area that your classroom name kind of matches your last name. And so I wanted to be the frogs. So I, I figured, you know, in the South, we have a lot of swamps. At least I was living in a swamp. Uh, my backyard is a swamp. So um, I w we just became the swamp frogs. So. <laughs> I love it. That's great. Well, and this is so exciting. So, um, and I see you've got we're, we will be putting all the resources into the show notes, so we'll have links to the blog and the Twitter, and uh, there's an iBook out. Um, but we have a little bit of extra time, so I'm wondering, could you share or maybe just talk about, if, if you can, I know it's off the cuff, um, maybe some of the types of questions that people might see if they went on uh, to the Global Math Task hashtags and we're looking for things? Yes, um, well, it's very much based when, um, when I share out tasks, it's based on what standard I'm trying to reach the students in that week. Um, and so, for instance, um, when we're doing multiplication and we're using the uh, double digit by double digit area model, the task is gonna have a lot of, it's gonna be based similar on what kind of questions they might see in their workbook or on a standardized test. Um, and a lot of times um, I'll go ahead and just share out a task and then have the students modify the task and come up with different numbers and different questions and then they create the task and then we'll kind of put it on Seesaw and we'll go through and we'll critique different tasks that students have created. So I'm bringing in that writing, I'm bringing in the math, and uh, bringing in the technology part of it. And then the students will choose which task they want to share out that day. Um, but very much standard-based related um, questions like, you know, uh, Jim has 32 
beans in a pot and Karen wants to have seven pots, how many pots? But that's not double digit by double digit. So I am off the cuff and I'm very <laughs> Okay, it's okay, but but I'm I'm kind of getting the idea. And then when students respond, or the teacher responds for them, if it's on social media, um, do they give a written response? Is there an image? I know you said that your students also did videos. Um, what does that look like on the response side? It varies from just a teacher tweeting out or putting on Instagram a sentence of what their solution was to taking a uh, snapshot because a picture is worth like a thousand uh, words. So taking a snapshot of a lot of times my students are writing on their desks with their expo markers. So I'll take a, a picture of what they've written and then we'll compose a sentence to put with it when we share out our um, solution. Or um, like I said, some of my students, I put it in a, a station and that task becomes their station work and they get to choose whether they put it on pic collage or whether they create a video. We had a class in Germany sharing with us one year um, and they did a stop motion video. And that was like the mind blowing to my students. So of course then we had to get into how do you do a stop motion video and that it opened up all these different ideas and, and just really bring out the creativity in the students and made them more engaged in what we were talking about with math. So it wasn't just that rote learning. Yeah, we have to know three times three, but how can we apply that? And how can we share that with other students? And, and what other ways can we find to share it? So it can be the very simple to the very elaborate. Oh, I love that. Any thoughts on expanding to higher grades or is that for another, another person to take on? We did try um, a couple years ago, we tried to expand it into middle school and high school, but they're so um, specific in like geometry and algebra and you know, trigonometry. It was very difficult to connect teachers that would um, be able to share those specific standards. So we had a spot on our spreadsheet with teachers that wanted to connect and then kind of gave that ability of them connecting with another teacher in that grade level, teaching that particular content. And they could connect up if they wanted to, to share out. Oh, that's great. Well, that was our timer. Not sure if you heard it, but it was. So thank you so much for being our guest and for sharing Global Math Task with us. And thank you to the listeners for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment to let us know. Our comment question for this episode is, how do you break down the four walls in your classroom and connect with others? Please join us in two weeks on Wednesday, July 17th, when our guest will be Catherine Goyette, and she'll be talking about using Google Keep with students. And please don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom or to connect with others. And if you like the show, and of course you do, um, please rate us and, and leave us a review and it makes it easier for others to find us on iTunes. And please remember, we are always looking for guests to share out the great things that they are doing in their classrooms. So if you know of someone who fits the bill or if you would like to be our guest, please visit tlc.ninja.com and complete the contact form to let us know. Thank you, and we'll see you in a few weeks.